Good morning, everybody. Hope everyone's doing fantastic on this wonderful um, Monday morning. Let me just center myself here. There we go. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. It's been a great weekend, great New Year's. Hope everybody um, had a great, healthy, happy New Year's. Um, a lot of great stuff uh, going on um, over here. Great stuff planned for 2023. If you are part of our Instagram um, subscription not just a follower, but if you are a subscriber, I would encourage you to do a uh, become a subscriber. It's like four ninety nine a month, and uh, we are having a little powwow today at one p.m. I believe. I think I made it for one p.m. If you look at our stories, it'll tell you when it is, and it's a little brainstorming section on um, session on how I can make. Um, your life easier and give you more value for our subscribers in 2023. So it's going to be live. It's live on Instagram. So you want to make sure you check that out. So we've got a lot of things in the works, a lot of big announcements we'll be making, but uh, probably not until the end of January will, will I make them, but definitely going to be more social um, going out there. We've got new courses going on out there, uh, more helpful um, posts out there. You'll notice I'm doing a lot of talking heads, which are helping lots and lots of people. Um, we've got uh, another dog coming in tomorrow, and um, our boarding train down here in Florida is dramatically picking up. We are doing boarding trains down in Florida. We're both doing um, behavior mod and just, um, you know, regular, you know, just you know, unleash, off-leash behavior. Um, we do a VIP experience where we take your dogs um, everywhere, to the beach, to cafes, to stores, to um, around lots of dogs, to um, parks, to the woods. To we just do a lot of stuff with your dogs. So we train all we all the good stuff we want. We eliminate the bad stuff that you don't want, and you know most people don't want. You know whatsoever. Dogs live right in our home, and um, they're around other dogs, around Angelo, and. And um, both Joelle and I both work the dog. So that's a nice VIP experience. Um, and we're doing that right down here in the Sarasota area. And we take dogs from everywhere. So to drive three, 400 miles to drop your dog off for two to three weeks is really no big deal. One of the things that the... Um, well, not one of the things, the thing that the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show is, it's about everybody's starting to um, wake the fuck up. And what's happening is um, right now we are at a critical time. If I've said for the last, uh, I've been doing radio and podcasting for 13 years, but I've been talking about over 20 years that um, uh, we are in a critical time with dog training, where dog training is literally going down the shitter, where... Um, tools are trying to be banned, which is fine. I can train a dog without a tool. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, but a lot of owners cannot. Owners need leverage. Owner needs, owners need help. That's why we've got 30-minute um, oil changes out there because um, everybody is capable of changing their own oil. But that's why they have services, though, for other people that actually don't want to change their own oil, me being one of them. I might not have actually have the right tool to take off my oil filter, nor do I want to buy one just to use a couple of times a year. Um, I might not want to just, you know, buy the, the just anything. I might not have a way to dispose of the oil. Um, the point being is there's a there's a, a a a business for everybody. There's also free videos on for folks that want to do it themselves, and neither of those should be put ahead of the other. 
One of the things that we are constantly getting as well as other people, and which is keep, please keep in mind, I don't mind heaters. Heaters don't bother me whatsoever. I just point them out. That's all. But if anybody thinks that a heater affects any part of my life, the only thing a heater gives me is ideas for content. That's all it, that's all it does. You don't hurt my feelings. You don't ruffle my feathers. You are actually like wasting your time, especially when you're writing long, 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 like these long sentences. Well, it takes me about a third of a second to ban and delete you, and you just wasted your breath. Do you really think you're going to change my mind? You're not going to change my mind at all. Why? Because you don't have any fucking idea what you're talking about. And we're going to talk about this this morning. But I talk about it because I've been doing this for 20 years. I've started thousands of dog trainers in their careers. Thousands. Thousands I have, I have started. I've impacted this industry tremendously. It's not an ego statement. It's just what it is because I speak my mind. I show my work. I defend dog trainers. And I also call out dog trainers with shitty attitudes to start becoming a fucking professional. Okay? You are a professional. Act like one. My son is 10 years old and he's more mature than you. When I see grown men and grown women acting like children who are actually have children, you're just a bully. You're just a bully. You're just a you're just a, you're just a low self worth, so self low self esteem human being. That's all you are. Work on yourself. Get some help. Make 2023 the year of help. Can you go a whole fucking week, month, year? without being an asshole on social media? Why don't you try it? Why don't you try helping people? So when um, when folks make comments as we get every day, for instance, yesterday, somebody made a comment saying, pinch cowers are cruel, prong cowers are cruel, and you don't need to use them. Okay. All right. Fine. Then my line of questioning is, please tell me step-by-step step how to fully train a dog in on-leash and off-leash obedience. Please explain to me how to stop every unwanted behavior. And please tell me how to rehab aggression. I don't need a pinch collar for that, by the way. I, I don't need one. That's not the point. The point is you came on my page. So if you are going to sit there and be all high and mighty, and a lot of people think I am, but I've got the proof in the pudding. We document our work for the last 20 years more than anybody else does. But if you're going to come on our page and our colleagues' pages and say, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is abuse, this is cruel, when you can't even define what cruel or abuse is, and all you do is humanize it, fine. Then tell me how to do it. Because owners are struggling. Owners need help. Dogs need help. Owners' lives are miserable. Dogs are going to die. So 
Wake the fuck up with Jeff. Stop the bullshit comments. So easy it is to go onto somebody's page and just say you're wrong and then jump off. It's a sign of a goddamn weak person. Why don't you go on, and then if I go on your page, you've got nothing on your page that shows you how to do it, or you've got stuff on your page that I know doesn't work. Why? Because I've been doing it for 20 years, and I know what works and what doesn't work. Have you ever have you ever just thought about scrolling by? Do you really think you're affecting anybody's life other than your own ego, other than your own ego by jumping on somebody's page and telling them what they're doing is wrong? Is that what you do? Is that all you do is just bully people? It's really it's really really incredible. The amount of bullies that we have in this industry. Meanwhile, they have nothing to stand on. Zero. Nothing to stand on. Explain, explain to me how you do it. I'm just waiting for people to just tell. And then they'll throw out a slogan. You should use positive reinforcements. Do you actually know what that means? You shouldn't use fear in dogs. Do you actually know what that means? You don't. You have catchphrases. You hear something and you repeat it. But let's speak factual, step by step. Literally, dog training is step by step. They're step by step. Explain. We have we have we have processes for everything. We have a process for everything. But this whole narrative about like these people that are convinced that tools, by the way, everything is a tool. A leash is a tool. A harness is a tool. Food is a tool. Martingale, flat buckle collar, head halter, they're all tools. They're all used to communicate with a dog. Who, who decides what's good and what's not good? Stop being stuck in an ideology and just start listening to the dog. But it's, I'm amazed. My job is this. To mind my own fucking business, to put out lots of helpful information. If you call me for help, now my job becomes to help you. That's called a job. It's a result-oriented job. It's not an ideology job. It's a result-oriented job. So when you show up at someone's house and they tell you what the problems are, and then all you do is have an ideology of how you're going to fix it, meanwhile you get no results, you haven't done your job. Therefore, you shouldn't be paid for it. Correct? Oh, I'd like my windows replaced, please. Because I have two windows. Right now, we're building an addition on the house. Ironically, my general contractor just showed up. But besides building a whole new addition on the house, we have two windows that we're going to be replacing here. I expect those windows to be installed um, 
properly. I expect those windows to be installed properly, not cracked. No wind getting through. I'm in Florida, hurricane rated. I expect them to open, close, and lock. I expect them to not fall out of their, of, of just fall out randomly. Or the person didn't do their job. And I expect them to fit, meaning you have to take the right measurements. It's called a job. We just had a new garbage disposal installed. Our handyman came over. He installed the garbage disposal. disposal. Guess what? It works. And do you know if you have a garbage disposal hooked up to your dishwasher, there's a little plastic plug that you need to pop out or else when the when the when the waste from the garbage disposal when the 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 dishwasher goes into the garbage disposal because then it goes down the drain it backs up and if you don't pop out that little piece of plastic you did it wrong i expect somebody competent to know that did i know that i had no fucking clue i learned it he knew it and I'm glad he did know it. If he didn't, we'd have a flood. It's called minimal job requirements. Oh, that garbage disposal was installed wrong. Okay, then tell me how to install it right. I would never use these tools. That's fine. Tell me how to train the dog correctly in your eyes we're in a results oriented thing all this nonsense all these catchphrases all these slogans all of these scientific words all of these all of this stuff does not matter this is what matters stop unwanted behaviors train wanted behaviors have a better life for the dog have a better life for the clients the thing is that when people come on your page with all their bullshit ideology comments they don't care why do i rant about this every day because it's getting worse and owners need to be aware of it owners need to stop thinking that like i won't do this how about if this is the answer? What you don't want to do is actually the reason why your dog is not making progress. And nothing we are doing is out of the dog training spectrum. Every single protocol we do is widely accepted dog training protocols. Everything we do. Now, there are different arenas, behavior mod, aggression rehab, that's a different arena. I don't know agility training. I'm not in that arena. I don't know sports dog training. I'm not in that arena. I don't know trick training. I'm not in that arena. I don't know service dog task training. I'm not in the arena. So who am I to make a comment on it? I'm a family pet dog trainer and an animal rehabilitator for unwanted behaviors. That's what we do. I stick to my arena. Medical, not my arena. But people love to jump in and people were like, well, 
I've owned three dogs and I didn't have to do any of that stuff. Good for you. I've trained 10,000 dogs that are extremely difficult, not basic obedience, serious behavior modification. And I'm telling you, it ain't all freaking rainbows and sunshine. But the proof is in the pudding. So when you go onto people's pages and you throw these catch slogans, be ready for a discussion. Be ready for a counterpoint. And you better be prepared. Don't just jump on, put a frowny, angry face and jump off. That's the ultimate sign of a pussy. The ultimate sign of a pussy is jumping on someone's page and just putting frowny faces in every one of their posts. Really? That's all you got? You're a bully. How old are you? Are you 10? Are you an adult? Can you not have a rational discussion? Or are you so stuck in an ideology that it's impossible to believe that there's another way? Because your way doesn't work. And I know it doesn't work because we've seen it doesn't work. So with all these folks that are putting up these blanket comments with no substance to it, and then quoting pseudoscience and then throwing catchphrases out there, but that doesn't help the dog. And then when you ask them a simple question such as, Tell me step-by-step how to stop resource guarding. Any dog trainer worth their salt can do it in five minutes or less. We do it in three seconds. But any dog trainer worth their salt can stop, not manage, they can stop resource guarding in five minutes. If your dog trainer can't stop resource guarding in five minutes, and if you need behavior modification, don't go to them. Don't go to them. By the way, don't go to us. We have free videos. That's how simple it is. But meanwhile, people are saying, don't use fear. Really? That's What do you mean, don't use fear? Sure. You can use fear to train a dog. You can use pain to train a dog. Guess what else you can do? You can use food and rewards to train a dog. You can also use your body, spatial pressure, to train a dog. People are so closed-minded, they focus on one little tiny lane and they don't deviate from that lane. And that's what keeps them stuck. That's what keeps owners stuck. Did a consult the other day. I do a shitload of online consults from around the world. Pet, Pet Walker comes over. Dog walks, she walks downstairs, the dog growls at her as soon as she walks downstairs. They use remote collars. The dog is actually a challenging dog. It growls at her. So what does she do? No remote collar. Correction. It was too low. We said, go up higher. How higher? At least double what you're doing. Guess what? The problem was solved. We solve the problem like we do every day online in three minutes. Now, when the dog walker comes over, we also told the dog walker, 
five different protocols to do to make it even better. So it's not just this one thing. There's also other protocols. Like when, when we give a comment about dog training to fix one problem, meanwhile, we're doing 20 to 30 other protocols minimum to build a good relationship to get an on-leash and off-leash trained dog. But if you're that close-minded that somebody thinks that this one thing is how we train the whole dog, then you're an idiot and you're stupid. Shouldn't call people idiots and stupid. Stupid. Why not? They are. Because if you can't be smart enough to figure out, it's like my dog went to the vet today and the vet sliced them open. Oh my gosh, I'll never go to that vet. They slice open dogs. Well, why was your dog at the vet? I took my dog to the vet last week, and what did the vet do? Put a stethoscope up to its heart, looked into its eyes, gave it a prescription. No knife involved. Same vet. Three of my dogs passed this year. Old age and health. Guess what? I brought three dogs to the vet, and they ended up dying at the vet office. Oh my gosh, don't go to that vet office. Why not? I went there for an end of life procedure. Guess what? We still go to the same vet. Last time I was at that vet was with Tex because of an ear infection. What do they do? Put a little stethoscope in the dog's ears, wrote a prescription. The last time I was at that vet, my dog ended its life. Right? What are you there for? Context. So to say, don't bring your dog to this vet because they kill dogs, I'm like, well, I went to that vet, and you're right. Three of my dogs were, quote, unquote, killed at that vet. They were humanely euthanized. They ended their life. But the vet also prevented not prevented, um, stopped an ear infection in one of my dogs. Can people start thinking rationally, big picture, instead of pigeonholing stuff? But you're too lazy to do research. You're too lazy. That's what it boils down to. You're a headline reader and you won't do research. And you believe what mass media, social media feeds into your brain to control you without doing any rational thinking whatsoever. Zero. You believe what you're told. You, why do you think I don't read the newspaper? Why don't, why don't you think I watch the news? Because it's all filled with manipulative lies. That is why. Listen to long format interviews and discussions, two to three hours long. Figure out what the agenda is. Or is it just literally a discussion? And get to know the person. And then watch multiple interviews with the person. So you start understanding their views on different things their personality, what kind of person there are, what their moral standings are. 
questions. Garrett says, wake up. Wake up, buddy. I've been up since 3 in the morning. I've been to the gym. I've walked dogs. I've done chores. I worked on my manifestation workbook. I wrote down goals. Booked a trip. Ate breakfast. I'm up. Morning, Murph. Kara says, good morning. Um... Woof, I don't do any of that shit, Garrett. Woof, no, I'm a human being. You can say good morning is fine. Alexandra, good morning, hello from Portugal. Oh, hey, Portugal, how are you? Tools, are you referring to e-cowers or pinch cowers? Tools, tools are tools. But this one reference was in pinch cowers. But tool is a tool. A leash is a tool. Food is a tool. Spatial pressure is a tool. Everything is a tool. Nature is a tool. Everything's a tool. But for some reason, people categorize acceptable tools and non-acceptable tools. And they don't know the first thing they're talking about. Garrett says, um, I've seen a dog trainer not want to use any tools that a gun dog trainer use a Garmin e-cower conditioning. I've seen, I've been doing this for 20 years. There's plenty of dog trainers. I don't need tools to train a dog. Well, I shouldn't say that. A leash will help. Food will help. But I don't need an e-cower and a prong cower to train a dog. But why do I do it? Because it's easier. And I'm a results-oriented person. And I have a job to do and I have a timeline. And who doesn't want quick results? Do you want to struggle? If I can stop resource guarding in three seconds and you've been struggling with resource guarding for a year, wouldn't you want it stopped in three seconds? What rational human being wouldn't want it stopped in three seconds? What rational human being with a head on their shoulders wouldn't want an unwanted behavior stopped as quick as possible? Only a sadist would want it to be extended because they love being in pain themselves and they love seeing their dog struggle and they love seeing the negative effects on their families. Or let's just fix it right now. Uh, Garrett says, I referred to you by the executive director of the rescue ranch I work for. I feel your techniques are as mine. I mean, they're not just, but people actually don't know my techniques. I mean, I'm, thinking, I'm glad you're following me, Garrett. I appreciate it. I really do. I appreciate it. You're brand new to my world. And I mean, I can be intense. This is one of my intense shows. But in, but in real life, I'm actually really mellow. But this is, a, this is a morning talk show. It's a morning talk show. It's meant to get people riled up and thinking. But nobody actually truly knows my techniques. Nobody. Joelle knows my techniques. Because she's seen me fully train a dog. Fully take a dog from start to finish. But most people don't know my techniques. They don't know what I do with dogs. They think they do, but they don't. Because dog training is, we have a dog coming in for two weeks um, tomorrow at noon, I believe. That dog will have thousands of repetitions done to it, over two dozen learning protocols done to it, 
And nobody's going to know every single thing, even though we show almost everything. But there's so many nuances. There's so much troubling. When you've done this for 20 years and worked with 10,000 dogs, you learn how to troubleshoot and nuance. But there's no blanket technique. A lot of people are saying, well, we use the same tools as you. Tools don't mean shit. A Harvard degree doesn't mean anything. Somebody graduated at the bottom of their class. You're positively important. You're, you're talking science. I don't talk science on my show. I don't talk science on my show. Do you know why? Because, and I'm not attacking you, Garrett, at all. You're brand new. You're adding comments. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. But I don't talk science on my show. Why? Nobody cares. The only people that care are other dog trainers trying to one-up you. And that's not you, Garrett. But nobody cares. You reward what you want. You correct what you don't want. It, that's dog training. That is literally dog training. You make things that you want good. You make things that you don't want bad. That's dog training. But there's a lot of stuff that we do that people are not even aware of. Like you can use fear and discomfort to overcome fear in a dog. You can train a fearful dog with fear. Do you know that most people don't believe that? Most people don't believe it. Yes, you can use pain to train. Most people will disagree with that. Really? Well, you're not in my arena then. You haven't had you haven't had a dog go for your face and try to take it off. What should you do? What should you do? I would love to know. We this is one of our interview questions, by the way, for, for to, to be hired by us. You've got a dog on a leash, it turns on you and it lunges for your face with intent to bite. What do you do? Step by step. Step by step. You don't have to answer. Nobody has to answer it right now, but you should know step by step what you would do. I do. We teach it. What do you do step by step? You better know. If you don't know, don't work with aggressive dogs. Don't work with challenging dogs. But you need to have protocols for every single process that you do because you don't know what's going to happen. So Garrett, get out of this whole science thing. Just literally get out of it. Wipe it from your memory. And just think about dog training logically. Because when you pigeon yourself hope into science, that's when you start arguing illogically with people. Sue O'Rourke says, if, if that person used a prong collar, they would have um, evidence of the exact uh, opposite. I use the prong collar for every walk. There is zero cruelty, and the walk is a pleasure for me. Yeah, right. People that say prong collars inflict pain, can they? Yes. I can inflict pain 20 other ways without a prong collar. I can inflict, inflict massive pain to a dog without a prong collar, without an any collar. I don't need any of those tools to inflict pain at all and i can use a remote collar and a prong collar to give joy to a dog and it's not about oh well if you use it right that's you can't say that if you use it right 
What does that mean? What does using it right mean? People love slogans. They love slogans. Apex. Operant conditioning is the basic way to explain dog training, but understanding operation, operant conditioning does not qualify you as a dog trainer. Too many TikTok trainers nowadays. Apex, I agree with you. But also, guess what? You know who doesn't care about operant conditioning? Do you know who doesn't care? Dog owners. Do you know who does care? Dog trainers trying to make you look stupid. That doesn't mean you, Apex. Not at all. I'm not talking about you. But nobody cares about it. They just don't care. Your average dog owner, I'm pet sitting my neighbor's dog. I put up a post. If you look at Instagram stories today, look at Instagram stories today. There's a post of a little chihuahua being walked out of leash around my dogs. It's the first walk the dog's ever taken. He's massively leash reactive. He barks at everything. He pulls on the leash. I've done zero training with it. None. I haven't done any training with this dog. I just put a leash on the dog and walked him. Look at the walk. I haven't done training with this dog. I've done no training. Zero. I'm not being, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just making sure he goes outside and he poops and pees. He eats, he drinks water, he's safe at night. And God forbid there's an emergency, I will take care of it. But I'm not there to train the dog. But look at the walk. It's his first fucking walk. He's walking perfectly. I didn't train him. They didn't train him. But it ain't that hard to train a dog to walk on a leash, or not even say training, to walk a dog on a leash. If you're struggling with walking a dog on a leash, I've got free videos that will show you how to do it. There's no excuse for a badly behaved dog on a walk. Training with Rich, exactly. I'm so sick of the negative comments about what they won't do or what's cruel. Exactly, cruel. Ask them, what's cruel? Ask them. Explain cruelty to me. Ask them specifically, what is cruelty? What's the definition of cruelty? What am I doing that's cruel? And you'll know where their head's at. They have no fucking idea. We ask them, when's the last time you took your dog off leash and had it swim in the water? Off leash and run in the woods. When's the last time you took your dog to an outdoor cafe and it did a one hour downstay and it didn't move no matter what? Ask them, when's the last time your dog and you took your dog to a kid's soccer game, it lied down and ignored every environmental whatsoever. It didn't get excited when people approached it, didn't care about the ball, didn't care about all the noises. What's cruel? What does cruelty actually mean? What does abuse actually mean? I know what it means. There's an actual definition of abuse. And not many dog trainers out there are being abusive, even if they're being harsh with a dog. That doesn't constitute abuse. Leave a dog starving for two weeks without food, tied somewhere with no water, now we're talking abuse. Tie a dog in the woods and, and, and leave it there for nature to take its course, that's abuse. Throw a dog out of a moving vehicle, drag a dog tied to the back bumper of your car, drive down the highway, that's abuse. 
stopping your dog from barking at the front window with uh, uh, an intolerable consequence, that's not abuse. It's called dog training. People don't know what fucking abuse is. They don't know what cruelty is. Most people don't know what cruelty in this world is. You want to know cruelty? Fucking go to Ukraine. Go to Russia. Go to Somalia. Go to countries where women can't go to school. You guys are worried about your fucking pronouns and all your politically correct bullshit. Women can't go to fucking university, can't go to school, can't walk down the streets, can't get the driver's license. Where the fuck are the feminists? Don't tell me about cruelty. Dogs have it better in this country than anywhere else. You don't know what cruel is. I'm a Jew. My ancestors died in the Holocaust. Don't tell me about cruelty. I'll tell you about cruelty. I learned from a very early age what cruelty actually was. Not name calling, okay? Not something that I needed a safe place. Not being called the wrong pronoun. Real cruelty. Cruelty to humankind. All of you love going to fucking zoos in SeaWorld? Really? You like seeing a fucking elephant in a 200 square foot fucking enclosure? And you paid money to see that? But I'm cruel? Really? You seen a fucking orca swim around a goddamn tank seven times the size of it instead of seven million times the size of it? Your average, your average orca goes from Alaska all the way down to Mexico every year. Don't tell me about fucking cruelty. You don't know what cruelty is. You don't know what abuse is. You're living in a fucking fantasy world. Garrett, uh, the dog leads us to proper training. More tools available are great. Gun dogs, service dogs, breeds personalized. The dog teaches how to train very humbly. Exactly. Nobody listens to the dog. They listen to their ideology. They listen to their ideology. That's all that matters. Nothing matters with the ideology. It is a cult. They have to stick to the ideology or they have to break free. It's like Scientology. You either stick to it or you break free. There's no in between. There's no in between. None. Zero. There's no in between. I've had so many comments on my content about just remove the dog, give him a timeout, give me a fucking break. It's the biggest pussy ass thing I've ever heard. Now, do we ever stop training? Sure. But do we work dogs over threshold? Hell yeah. If you don't work a dog over threshold, you ain't training a dog. You're training a weak-minded animal who can't deal with society. You better work that dog over threshold. Absolutely. Absolutely. You better deal, that dog better learn how to deal with every environmental out there. Or you're going to have a dog that you can't take anywhere. 
Dragon Crest dog training. Hey, Dragon Crest. I had someone ask me what methods I use. Hopefully you said dog training methods. When I said I use the method that works best for the dog and handler, she said that that meant I was an abusive trainer and stomped away. Right. So that just shows you, number one, I'm glad that that happened, Dragon Crest, because you already whittled her out or him out. That just shows you how small-minded they are. They're looking for an answer that makes them feel good. You actually responded professionally. They were looking for someone to say positive reinforcement only because that's what they've been brainwashed to think. Meanwhile, it doesn't mean shit because there's no such thing. It doesn't exist. These are catchphrases to make humans who need fucking uh, uh, timeout spaces in safe spaces to retreat through, retreat to. It's no different than the, than the feminization of males. And I'm not some macho shithead, but what it means is nobody wants to be strong and powerful and outgoing anymore. And we always, want, we always should go to the weakest denominator. We should all lower ourselves to the weakest denominator and make them happy instead of raising them up. No. If you're the weakest denominator, you raise yourself up. Alessandro, that's the problem with people who think dogs are humans, always a self-projection. Yeah, that's all bullshit. Stupidest fucking most disservice thing in the world. They're goddamn animals. They're animals. You know, your average hyena, when they find a dead fucking elephant or a dead animal, they put their head right up its fucking ass and eat it out. Now, some of us humans do that too, but they're not dead. They're alive. And it's, and it's actually a mutual consent. But the point is, comparing an animal to a human is fucking ridiculous. Stupidest fucking thing in the world. What a disservice. Lori, can a dog with severe leash reactivity ever really be a dog that can take? Absolutely. Let's read this one, one at a time. Lori, can a dog with severe leash reactivity ever really be a dog that can take, that you can take places with other people around, beach, hikes, etc., or they... Are they always limited? Okay. The majority of leash reactive dogs can be absolutely rehabilitated. Absolutely. Can walk by dogs fine, on leash and off leash. Can be around other dogs, off leash and on leash. Are there some that have to be managed? Absolutely. Are there some that will not be successful? Absolutely. But the majority, what is the majority? More than 50%, but I'll go higher. 90% can absolutely lead an extremely great quality of life with their owners that is stress-free for both dog and owner. But guess what? It all depends on skill set. What's the skill set of the human? Allison, my reactive dog went to the vet last week and it was the best visit in eight years. We would actually sit in the waiting room, muzzle. That's fine. I, I muzzle my dogs when I go to the vet. It's, 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 I mean, they're getting poked, prodded, shots, legs extended. They might be in discomfort. Smart to do. Um, I could have cried when the vet complimented us. Awesome. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you put out for dog owners to be successful. Allison, you're the one that's doing the work. You're welcome, number one. But thank you. Thank you for, for, for working so hard. 
the kudos go to you, Allison. You did the work. I didn't do the work. So kudos to you. I'm proud of you. Just as I was referring to your title, I'm not sure what my title is. I'm also welcome back. Hope you guys tell me what my title. What's my what's my title? The biggest asshole in the world. I've heard that one before. Allison says, um, "Also welcome back. Hope you guys had the best time in Mexico. We did parasailing, snorkeling, beautiful beaches." Morning, Jeff. Uh, what applications would you use as dominant dog collar? What makes it better than a choke chain? I don't use choke chains. Never have. I shouldn't say that. I never have. I think I probably have used it once. But a dominant dog collar is highly effective. Most people actually don't know how to use choke chains. Most people use choke chains ineffectively. Choke chains are very, very, very difficult to actually properly use on a dog. A dominant dog collar, if you read all the information on how to properly use a dominant dog collar, it is a great thing for human aggressive, dog aggressive, leash reactivity dogs. A dominant dog collar, remote collar combo is a fantastic combo for having wonderful communication with your dog. Alessandro, exactly. I started with an e-collar and prong collar. My results were the first time I tried a lot of things before nothing helped. It's way easier. Exactly. It's easier. And that doesn't mean you're lazy. That's another, that's another narrative. It's like, oh, you're lazy. Bullshit, you're lazy. Do you know how many dogs that we get in that have gone to three, four, five trainers, vet behaviorists, drugs, and they've put the work in, they didn't get the results. It wasn't out of laziness. It was out of the wrong ideology. The ideology was wrong. Cheryl, um, it's called um, anthropomorphizing. We all know that, right? It's, it's common. It's common in the dog world. Everybody does it. They always put human characteristics to dogs. It's the biggest disservice in the world. Yeah, that's 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 a very common term. Kim, take away what you don't want, then you get what you want. Wait, take away what you don't want, then you get what you want. You you do you take away what you don't want, right? Absolutely. It's common sense. You don't want barking? Tell the dog not to bark. Make it suck for the dog to bark. It ain't, it's not that difficult. You don't give it an alternative job. The dog doesn't need a job. This is not the biggest bullshit. The dog's barking at the front window. Oh, it needs a job. No, it doesn't. It does not need a job. It needs to learn how to shut up. Dog's rushing the front door, jumping on people. Oh, it needs a job. No, it doesn't. It needs to learn how to stop jumping on people. These are simple, simple, simple concepts. I'm not saying dogs shouldn't have jobs. Well, but what job should the dog have? What, what, what job should the dog have? What job should the German Shepherd dog that's living in a house have? I'm not against jobs, but what job should they have? Accountant? Lawyer? Truck driver? What job should they have? Should they all be doing bite work? All be doing tracking? All be doing herding? Do you know how much time and money that takes? I've broken up several fights between aggressive dogs. Yeah, the best way to do that is to choke out a dog. The best way to break up a dog fight is, choke out, is, to, is to choke out dogs. We haven't had a fight for 
I don't know, 10 years because we prevent them. We use muzzles. A flat collar can be painful. Probably statistically more dogs die on flat buckle collars than any other collar that exists. More dogs die on flat buckle collars than any other collar that exists. Why? Because the collar gets caught on something, the dog hangs itself. Garrett says you're going through behavioral college for certification. Just to let you know your certificate, I'm not, I don't want to burst your bubble. Your certification doesn't mean shit. And you'll learn more with hands on the ground. And everything you learn in your behavioral college, not everything, but more than 50% of it does not have applicable uses in the real world. I just want you to know that. I want you to know that. I don't want to dissuade you from going to college, but I just want you to know that the majority of the stuff that you learn, you will not be using and you'll find that it doesn't help. I want you to know that. I've worked with thousands of people that come to me well-educated that don't know shit about dog training. And I'm not saying you don't know shit, Garrett. Do not get me wrong. You're brand new to my show. Thank you so much. My morning shows are intense. But I also call it like it is. And there's a lot of people out there that go to school for dog training that actually don't know anything about actual, real dog training. Because when you walk into someone's home and the shit is hitting the fan, you better be able to think quick on your feet and not try to refer back to something that you learned in a textbook. So I know I know you're getting hands-on stuff, but it's the hands-on stuff that is 99% more important than anything you ever learned in school. Because it also doesn't teach you how to troubleshoot. And troubleshooting is huge. Troubleshooting is huge. I would encourage you instead to do an internship with a good dog trainer. Wendy, um, good morning, Jeff. Thanks for all you do. I'm curious if you ever had a client's dog get injured when in your care. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course we have. 10,000 dogs. 20 years. Sure, dogs dogs break their teeth. They break their toenails. We had a dog get its leg stuck on a crate. It broke its leg. It was coming out of a crate, and it got its foot. It, it rushed out of the crate, and it got its foot stuck in. What do we do? We pay for all the medical bills. We add on. Um, we, we pay for the medical bills. The dog stays with us for rehab so we can give it the proper care. We, pay, we take it to the vets, and we credit them. If a dog takes whatever, four or five weeks to rehab, we credit them and we start all over again. Of course, any dog trainer that's worked with 10,000 dogs is going to have injuries. We've had dogs of old age die on our property. Dogs die at daycare. Dogs are injured at daycare. Dogs die at vet offices. Dogs are injured at vet offices. Anybody that works with lots and lots and lots and lots of dogs are going to have these things. It happens. You get insurance. You make sure you're practicing best practices. You're transparent with your clients. Absolutely. And, and anybody that's honest, that's worked with lots of dogs, will tell you the same thing. 
Even the most friendliest dogs can get injured. Kim says, I know that little dog. Cheryl says, Garrett, be sure to get human behavioral training just because that's the half the battle. Yeah, so great point. 50% minimum, 50% minimum of being a successful dog trainer is your human skills. And they don't care about dog training. Keep that in mind. They don't care. I'm telling you, they don't care. None of them care. They just want to know what to do. They don't want to know fancy terms. They don't want to know science terms. They just want to know what to do with their dog. Uh, Soli says, I took my dog for a 30 to 40 minute adventure in a woodsy area, called him off a mole burrow and a low flying bird once back to the car, realized I forgot to turn the receiver on. Yeah, I mean, because your dog is trained. Your dog is trained. Mel, oh shit. Mel, um, you got paid out for your affiliate program. You haven't claimed it yet. You resolved money two days ago. You got to claim it. If I have the wrong email address, let me know. Cheryl says, silly music, all you have to do, uh, make a buzzing noise with my teeth. Yeah. I mean, or you don't even have to do that. You just have a trained dog. You just have a trained dog. Using positive reinforcement is doing a half-ass job. I mean, it all depends on, Cheryl, it all depends on, the bar, this is the thing. It all depends on the bar that you're trying to get. It also depends on the behavioral issues. But most people's bar is set beyond low. Beyond low. Their dogs can barely, barely, barely listen and follow through in a public setting. Barely classroom they do pretty good outside the classroom they suck doing extremely well outside the classroom now we're talking dog training ambient 67 absolutely and they pat themselves on the back for saving the elephants of course they do um, don't listen to the haters. I don't I don't listen to the hate like guys keep in mind no one is more hated in this industry than me. I assure you, I can assure you. If anybody remembers the bonking debacle of 2019, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Nobody. When the BBC does a hit piece on you, I think you know you're onto something. That's the British Broadcasting Center, the BBC. When they do a hit piece on you, I think you've established yourself. I don't take pride in that, but I'm just saying that's how toxic this environment is. I use your techniques on my palm. So just to let you know, not to, I'm, I'm glad it all worked out. They're not my techniques. Thousands and thousands of dog trainers do what I do. Millions of dog owners do what I do. I just want everybody to know that. I'm just the one that talks about it the most because everybody else is afraid to talk about it because they care too much what other people think and they don't want the negative 
pushback. Everybody tries to sugarcoat everything and make everything look rosy. But meanwhile, they're not practicing what they're preaching. Um, so you're terrified of people um, with pits who haven't trained them and have no control over them taking time out. Um, let's see. Alessandro, uh, I love the tone of the show. I'm new to the channel. I'll be here always learning a lot of, with your videos. So Alessandro, so my morning shows are usually um, rants, and then I do a Wednesday and a Friday What Would Jeff Do show with Joel. Those are obviously more calm, humorous, good banter back and forth. Um, I do a, uh, uh, this show is Monday through Friday, but on Tuesday and Thursdays on Patreon only exclusively. You have to join the Patreon page, which is easy to do. The link is up on our website. It's 10 bucks a month. And then on uh, Tuesday afternoons, I do a Zoom with all my Patreon folks. Um, Mitzi says, stop barking. I found it to be nearly impossible for my mini, for my mini docs and every dog trainer I've spoken to tells me it's the breeding difficult to stop. Really? Bullshit. Bullshit. Every dog trainer you've talked to, that means that they all suck. That means they suck. Not, so the dog trainers you've talked to suck. You can't get a, you can't get a dachshund to stop barking. You suck. It's not that hard to get a dog to stop barking. They just don't believe in the protocols that it takes to get a dog to stop barking. It's not that hard to do. I can get a dog to stop barking before I can teach a sit. I mean, it's pretty simple. Danny says, good morning from Nebraska. Hey, Danny, how are you? Garrett says, do you believe a certificate is worth it? No, I don't. I don't believe a certificate is worth it. I believe a certificate is a worthless piece of paper. I believe it is a waste of money. Nobody cares about a certificate about except for other dog trainers whose egos want to prove you wrong. That's it. Not one customer in 20 years, 10,000 dogs traveled the world, have cared about a certificate. The only people that care about certificates are people that want to bash me. That is it. A certificate doesn't mean shit. It means you have a memory. I can get, I can get a certificate. I'd be lying, though, because I, I, I'd have to lie on the test because I don't believe. I don't believe the questions, but I can get one. I can become certified. I can get a bunch of certifications. Big fucking deal. So right now, if I got certified in a week, what, does that make me a decent human being? Does that make me more knowledgeable? No. I believe certificates are bullshit. Now, if you were an agility person, which I'm not, and if you wanted to hire a agility trainer and you found out that agility trainer won thousands of rewards, awards. Hold on one second. I've got an emergency.
if you found out that that agility trainer won all these awards in agility it was a nice human being it was a good teacher wouldn't you hire them i would how about if they weren't certified would you hire them i would how about if you hired a certified agility trainer who is an asshole? Would you hire them? I wouldn't. Took my dog to a behaviorist, waste of money, waste of fucking money and only wanted to medicate, found Jeff, problem solved. Yeah. So wheels too. Yep. Behaviorists are scam artists. 500 to 800 hours medication and a written report. Never touch your dog. They're the biggest scam artists in the world. I'll go toe to toe with a behaviorist any day of the week. It's not an ego statement. I'm not being cocky. It's not the Wild West gunfight. I'm just saying they're full of shit and they need to be called on it. They need to be called on it. Yeah, you might be smart and you probably can outspeak me. You can probably dictate all these different, you know, all these different things. Really? Let's both walk into a shelter, grab a dog, and let's see who does a fucking better job. Not just me, but thousands of my colleagues. Scam. You're welcome, Garrett. Hi, Jeff. Happy New Year. Uh, my standard poodle. He's one and a half years old. She barks at everyone and every dog she sees on a walk. She even barks at dogs she sees on TV. Recommendations on what to do. Yeah, that's a Q&A question, maybe a one-on-one -on -one question. Get yourself a remote collar for the TV. Get yourself a remote collar for the TV. No, correct your dog. Correct high. It'll be fixed in one second. For leash reactivity, go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com. I'll put the link down below right now. Academy solidcaninetraining.com go there and, and there's a leash reactivity course there's two get the cheaper one for 197 get that all right um allison said i need an exclusive episode about working with clients to keep them on the path to success haha -ha. allison do a private one-on-one -on -one consult with me that's how actually i make a living this is all free i actually have to make a living doing this stuff so book a one-on-one -on -one consult with me um Mel says, thank you. I'll check right now. Bonnie, I have, some standard, I have a standard poodle. It took me four years to realize the e-collar works. Thanks to Jeff. Silence is gold. No more hollowing and cussing. Good. Sue says, um, loved your video. You posted this. Suggest we set dog training goals. Yeah, absolutely. You should set dog training goals. Bonnie and the jumping in company fix. Yeah. It's easy to do that. Um, good morning, Jeff. Over holiday at surgery. So we got an e-collar. Oh, my gosh. It, um, it is early, but still making a difference. Uh, good. I love having your positivity this early in the morning. This will, this will be my first day with no help. I feel confident e-collars work. Of course they work. Of course they work. Anybody that says e-collars that don't work, don't know how to use e-collars. Anybody that says e-collars don't work, don't know how to use an e-collar. Bottom line, end of story. Simple as that. That's like saying a hammer doesn't work. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You have no clue, zero clue, zero clue, closed-minded, no rational thinking. And it's not because they work because they inflict pain in the dog. That's not the way it works. Mary says, I shadowed an excellent trainer. 
All right, guys, I got to go. I got to go. Um, thanks a lot, guys. I'll be back tomorrow on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I do my show on Patreon only. Join the Patreon channel. It's $10 a month. If you want more of this, join Patreon. And it's www.patreon.com slash solid canine training. Join that. It's 10 bucks a month. You not only get this, but you get 20% discounts off my courses, all my consults, and you get a Zoom room. All right. Madly in love with all of you. And everybody have a fantastic day.